Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. This episode is sponsored by The Shop, the local grocery store in Miranvale. The Shop in Miranvale is part of the Foodworks Group and is located one street back from the Bruce Highway in Miranvale's Business Centre on Blomfield Street. The shop offers a wide range of groceries, including fruit and vegetables, milk and bread, cigarettes, soft drinks, grocery store items, and so much more. The shop is a family business owned by Sue and David Thorne. The shop employs 11 senior staff and 13 juniors and is always striving to deliver the best service to their customers and create a great shopping experience. If you're heading down to the coast and need a place to stop, there's not a better spot. We've got some exciting news. We're teaming up with the Grass is Green and Music Festival coming to Gladstone. We'll be running a competition on Insta for all our loyal listeners and giving away some double passes and some piss and a bit of merch. So if you see the post, get involved, get keen, because we're keen to fucking tear the lid off one. Yo! I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double chance. Welcome back, episode nine. You know what to do. Give us a like and subscribe or a review if you like what you're hearing. Yeah, g'day everyone. We got a special episode today. We got the Queensland Rugby League legend Gary Larson on the show. Um, if you haven't heard of Gary, you're not a big fan of footy or you've been living under a rock or something like that, um, he's played 233 games for the North Sydney Bears, 17 games for Parramatta Eels, 24 games for Queensland, which was actually the most consecutive origin games until Thursday beat him a few years ago, and uh, nine games for Australia. Gary, how you doing, mate? Hey, Tommy and Cam, Sam, mate, good. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on, mate. Looking at those stats, mate, that must be something you look back on every now and again and be pretty proud of, or, do, or is it a distant past now? Or? Oh, it's, it's, it is a distant past, mate. Um, you know, I retired in 2000, so it's, you know, 21 years. It's, it just seems like yesterday. Sometimes you, you look at you know, old footage of yourself, you know. Yeah. That game's slow that I played compared to what it is now. But, yeah, look, mate, still good memories. Yeah, good no, memories. That, that's unreal, mate. Hey, um, before we get too far into it, lads, we might do a bit of a, a beer review. Um, Cam, you're still on Sober October, mate. How's it going for you? Yeah, still going strong. Um, good on yeah, you, mate. Definitely, definitely looking forward to November to send a few. Yeah, show <laughs> that uh, good discipline, mate. Yeah, we're at, um, yeah, we're still on the zeros. So, what are you, what are you reviewing today, mate? Uh, the Heineken. Right, Owen, yeah. Gary, and I, we're going to uh, kick it back a few years with the good old Forex, oh, mate. Forex gold, eh? Oh. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Good Cheers. stuff. Come on, you. Good discipline there, Kim. Zero. <laughs> now, that's, uh, I think everyone knows what you're getting. The old Forex to me is like the missionary position of beers. Nothing too exciting, but you know what you're getting every time, boys. It's uh, just a solid one. <laughs> yeah, she's straight up the middle with the Forex. That's <laughs> it. Mate, it would have been a few, uh, 
few big celebrations after the games back in the day on the Forex cans? Or? Oh, yeah, look, you know, um, especially when you're in Queensland, that's all you know. But down in New South Wales, there was, wasn't Forex. Yeah, was, right. You, you couldn't buy the, Forex. The old Tui's or something, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, VB. It's very bad. That's what VB <laughs> stands for, very bad. <laughs> I agree, mate. Good on you. Mate, yeah. Um, back to a young fella, mate. Humble beginnings, growing up in Miriamvale, home of the Magpies, swooping peck. What yeah. was uh, what was that like, mate? Yeah, good, good days. You know, like just here, yeah. a town like Miriamvale, everyone knew everyone. You know, yeah. I, I grew up with your dad. You know, we were we were good mates all through school and grew up just over the back. Your dad, mum, and dad, and oh, yep. your grandma and granddad, I should say, and, and Rod and oh yeah, we. We hung around and did things together and slept over, you know, at each other's place. Yeah, on the mate, weekends and he's whatever. still uh, he's still a bit dirty that he because uh, you got the uh, footy field there named after yeah, you. Yeah. I think he's dirty. He hasn't even got a shit house. You reckon? Uh, uh, <laughs> a grandstand. grandstand. Yeah, I think there's quite a few old ex players there that probably a bit dirty. They didn't get something. Named didn't get a run. Yeah, look, Marionvale's a, a great little town. Uh, yeah, especially to, you know to bring a young family up in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're out of all of the uh, the uh, fast-paced yeah, lifestyle yeah. of the big cities, you know. And, yeah, I've uh, only recently just um, moved my little family there to Dave and Sue's place on the yeah, farm, mate, yeah. and it's unbelievable. Like the young fellas too in a bit and having that open space, especially yeah. the madness going on oh, at the yeah. moment, you know. Yeah, it's, they're, they're, well, there, there it is, you know, and that's why you see a lot of people – from the big smoke, getting out and, and trying to and get trying there. to get into the regional areas, you know. Now at the moment, so but Marionvale was a great place to grow up. Um, yeah, that's just awesome. Very, very lucky. My mum and dad are homegrown yep. Marionvale people, you know. Awesome, mate. Agnes just down the road, mate. I oh mean, yeah, look, that's that's God's world, isn't it? That's yeah, right. Agnes Water seventeen seventy. I, I I praise it every time I see someone say, "Oh yeah, we're going overseas. You know, going over this remote island." Beautiful, but you know, check out your own check, background. Check out your own background. Yeah, that's right. Your backyard, I should say. You know, like uh, Agnes Waters, seventeen seventy is is prime. Yeah, it's, mate. It's tough. and it would have been yeah. unreal back. Then. Like my old oh. man tells me, plenty of stories as a kid, mate. They used to just go oh. go in the morning yeah, and come never back. Saw us, <laughs> never saw us. Never saw us till sun sun <laughs> sun up to sun sun set. Yeah, you never saw us. And, a bit um, of mischief there. Burnt, you know, burnt as <laughs> to a crisp. You know, yeah. just. Sun safety didn't exist yeah, back didn't then, exist, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like a ginger <laughs> roofer. Yeah, mate, probably. Yeah. No, that's awesome, mate. It would have been an unreal was, upbringing. Yeah, un- unreal upbringing, mate. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I uh, I was in the wrong era growing up. Like it, uh, it would have been yeah. some really good, fun, yeah. fun, to- wholesome times growing up back then. Um, mate, your junior footy. Like, did you start your junior footy in Miriamvale? And you uh, know? no, again, it was in Gladstone because. Uh, your grandmother and, and my mother uh, used to uh, uh, carpool your dad and me and yep. my brother and up backwards to, to Gladstone back and forth to Marineville. Yep. It wasn't my mum taking us up to footy training. It was you know, your dad's mum taking us up to footy training. Yep. So, so, yeah, we started at Wallabies. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. At under eights and that was 19, 1974 we started there. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, I played with Wallabies right up until I went to boarding school, and, and I think you know, you know, your dad played with Wallabies most of his junior career. You know, yep. so, yeah. Were you always uh, pretty handy, mate, in the juniors, or was it the hard um, work and repetition that uh, got you? No, I, I had a bit of pace about me when I was young. Yeah, so right, eh? I, a bit of toe. Yeah, a bit of toe. And, um, and yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's all we did. That's all we, you know, my brother and I, Chris, that's all we did in the backyard, is just yeah. get out and play one on one footy with each other. And, yeah. And um, I think my dad got a phone call one night and from from a from another footy father and said, "Oh, would your boys like to play under eights?" Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. And there was just another local father, and he said, um, and "Dad said, oh, yeah, we'll give it a go." And and it all started from there. So, yeah, you know, that's yeah, yeah just one stuff. one dad ringing another dad up and probably rang you know like yeah yeah Rod's dad up too and said, "Yep, yeah, we're in." Yeah, for sure. Did you? I think you mentioned before you moved away for schooling, mate. Did you yeah. like what? What was that about? Where'd you? Oh, look, I, I come come year ten, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, and I was I was up to my eyeballs in sport, you know, athletics and footy. So, um, uh, 
The Rocky Grammar School had a pretty good reputation, for, you know, help helping well, helping young fellas, uh, you know, with their sport and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I, 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 um, yeah, I wasn't successful in getting any apprenticeships, so I just decided to go to year eleven and twelve in Rocky. Yeah. You know, and um, boarded in Rocky Grammar School for two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, just. Had a, yeah, met some great people and still have some good friends oh, cool. from uh, Rocky Grammar. Did that help and, your footy out, mate? Being uh, up I, th- there? I think so. You yeah. know, like living away from home. Actually, you know, like um, when I first went to Sydney, not being I was homesick. I was still homesick as a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You know, big smoke going from Gladstone, Marionvale to there, but yeah, uh, it, it did help a little bit and looking looking after myself. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 there's a lot to be said about boarding school. Yeah. Because it does, you know, you, you yeah, you got to. Discipline. Yeah, drives you discipline. Right. Yeah, you got you to gotta fit in too, you know. Yeah. You know, if you don't fit in, you'll have a, a shit of a time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you got to earn respect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And on the sporting field, I think that's where I did, and, and that's how I, I got respect. Already. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it worked out okay. Oh, good stuff. When did you realise that um, football was something you wanted to do as a career? Like, where was the tipping point? Or was it throughout boarding school? Or oh, I think you know you you sit down and you watch footy with your dad and you watch State of Origin, first State of Origin, nineteen eighty. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there was a uh, gee whiz, yeah, I, I, I want to play that. Yeah, or yeah. or just just watching weekend footy back then. It was the Brisbane League on a Sunday night. And yeah, you had all of, for me a young. I was watching a young Mel Meninga and a young Gene Miles and a young Wally Lewis. Some, some, and a lot of other great players that yeah. could have played in, in Sydney. But yeah. first of all, you know, is, is you know, all the hard work had to be done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, just training, gym, you know, your dad, you know, Rod and I, we used to go to the gym quite a bit after work when, when we, or, you know, when I come back to Gladstone and, yeah. But, yeah, from an early age, you you watched Sydney football and Brisbane football. Yeah, you know, Sydney football, New South Wales Rugby League was always on ABC of an afternoon, and the Brisbane football's on Sunday afternoon. And yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't miss it. Yeah, good stuff. That's, mate. And, that, and that drove that that drives you. Yeah, yeah, that drove me anyway to be sure. to be you know, to want to play in that competition. And like, mate, how how did you get your opportunity with the NRL? Like, how old were you at the time, and how did it all come about? Well, funny enough, I was I was. Playing with the Marionvale Magpies in an exhibition game. Yeah, so right. in 1980, 1985, yeah, uh, the um, Marionvale Magpies won the grand final in the Northern Districts Comp. Yeah. And we played an exhibition game against the Bundaberg grand finalists, which was Western Suburbs. Yep. And we played an exhibition game uh, after the competition had finished at Jin Jin. And it was a fair crowd. Then it was a big game. You know, we wanted to prove we were the best, and so did West. And we were playing against some good wide bay players in the West Side, and we had, we had a really handy footy side ourselves. You know? Yeah. And because um, you know, a few of us had played in Gladstone and the Gladstone rep, and um, you know, your dad was in that, and quite a few other good footballers, you know, Stevie Walker, Mark Walker, uh, Ray Crawford. You know, all blokes who'd. who'd, who'd um, Good belt blokes, yeah, yeah, and, and, and big, yeah. big Buck Ferris, Neil Ferris, you know. Yeah. So they're good lads, and they'd all played footy from when they were a young age, and uh, very handy footy, footy players. Yeah, yeah and um, I, th- I think we ended up beating them, actually, to tell you the truth. And um, sweeping pack, yeah, yeah, yeah sweeping so. pack, yeah. And um, well, it, was, it was a very close game. I, I can't remember, yeah, what the scoreline was. But in the crowd was a North Sydney scout. Nice. And I was, I was actually playing against the Wide Bay Centre at the time, a bloke called Danny Tanner. Yeah, and um, I handled myself all right against it because I was, you know, I was nineteen, and um, I just first year of state league uh, was no, it was the next year I played state league in eighty six. But anyway, scout was there, and he asked me if I was interested in going to Sydney. But by that time, I'd already signed with Valleys in Brisbane, so it was a bit of a shit fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> with transfers and the Queensland Rugby League at that time wanted there. Okay, they weren't going to let. Queensland players just just go down go to there. New South Wales, yeah, by yep. be taken. So there's a bit of a yeah, some negotiations to be done, and then it all it all worked out in the end. So at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. nice, mate. Yeah. That's um. How. So 
your time at the North Sydney Bears, like, do you remember getting told you were going to debut, mate? Like, um, or... Oh, I, can't, I can't remember specifically now. <laughs> there might have been too many hits around the head since yeah, then. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, um, I, I remember I remember the year because we, we came with wooden spooners in 89. Yep. And all I did all year was tackle myself to a standstill. And that's, yeah, right. You know, that's when they had those tackling competitions in those days where – the best tackle of the year got, you know, I think it was a thousand or two thousand dollars for the year type of thing. And yep. all you had to do is go out and make 50 tackles, and you, you, your total just went up and up and up every week. How good's that? <laughs> yeah, I think um, another bloke was pretty good. It was a guy called Dean Skifalitti. And, um, yeah, so that's Dean, a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. He was an <laughs> Illawarra player, Dean. He's a hooker. Yep. Um, yeah, but he was a. He was a Lad too, I think he was a Queenslander. He was from up Serena way, Dean. Yeah, and he was playing for El War at the time. But no, anyway, um, yeah, eighty nine was my debut. Debut. Yeah, but I had some smaller appearances. Like when I went down in eighty seven, you played under twenty threes. Uh, then you, if the coach asked you for reserve grade, you sat on the bench for reserve grade. Yep. Then if you got on there, that was good. If the first grade coach wanted you, well, you sat on the bench for first grade. Yeah, so well. back then you only had two, four reserves. Yep. And only two of you uh, got on. So it was yeah, up to okay. the coach which two reserves he used. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes you'd sit, you'd play a whole game in 23s and then or, or you'd get pulled off at half time to sit on the bench for either reserve grade or A grade. Yeah, you played right reserve right. grade, you got pulled off at half time, you sat on the bench for yeah, a grade. Wow. And that's that's how it was. Yeah. You know? Wow. You might get on in the first five minutes, you might not get on until the forty fifth or you or, or you know. Right on, yeah. Do you remember anything from your first NRL game? Yeah, yeah. You know, like it was it was Shit fast. Yourself? Oh yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> it was fast. You know, I thought I was the kingpin in Gladstone. Yeah, but you get down there and it's a whole other ball game. Everyone's a kingpin. Yeah, exactly. You just yeah, you just—it's just a whole different ball. Game. That would have been an unreal experience for you, mate. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. and went on to play two hundred and thirty-three games for the Bears, mate. Like, that's an unreal achievement in itself. Like, when when the club exited the NRL after I think it was the ninety-nine season. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was it sad to see the club that you played so many games for leave the comp? Like, what? Um, it, uh, every, like it, all the players were a bit dumb. You know, they, they were just—they um, uh, were angry. That it hadn't been managed a little bit better. Yeah. Um, well, there, there were a lot of factors that uh, that uh, caused the, the the demise of the club. Um, one of them was we have like it was a Super League ARL war at the time, but yeah, we we couldn't stay at the North Sydney Oval because the local council didn't want to renovate the grandstands because it was all heritage listed. Oh, okay. So. They didn't want to invest money into upgrading the North Sydney Oval. So yeah. Norse management decided to go somewhere else where there was a good junior base yeah. and build a stadium, which was the Central Coast. Yeah. And it just didn't get built in time. And um, funds just got depleted. Couldn't, yeah, right. couldn't pay yeah. players because they had no people coming in through the gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 and we were playing, we were hiring Suncorp State with Lag Park then, Suncorp Stadium to, to play games there. Yeah. Uh, at ANZ Stadium, it had just been built, so we were playing game, home games out there, home games at Lang Park, uh, Parramatta Stadium. So we were hiring other grounds too. But that, that was minor compared to, say, the dollars just weren't coming in through the gate. Yeah, yeah. To, would have to been, fund the club. So it would have it been very, disappointing. Eh? Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just. Don't think it was real well. Yeah. Well, it was hurried. It was a very hurried plan. Yeah, yeah. Should have. You know, well, where are we going to play now? We could have stayed there. We could maybe should have negotiated with the Super League and ARL a little bit better. Yeah. Well, mate, you, you, uh, I see you mentioned the Super League war, and I've got. For people like young lads like Cam and I, or people in our generation, it's not really spoken about much. So I've got a bit of a um, bit of a spiel here to explain it, and then we want to talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. So, the Super League War was a commercial competition between the ARL and the Australian Super League to establish preeminence in the professional rugby league competition in Australia and New Zealand in the mid nineteen nineties. 
Uh, Super League competed with the ARL, in and out of court, broadcasting rights and supremacy in the sport. After much legal action, the Super League ran one season parallel to the ARL in 1997. At the conclusion of that season, a peace deal was reached and the two leagues united to form the NRL, which continues today. So, mate, what what was that like to be a part of? Was that just confusing times or...? Um, yeah, because a lot of guys were saying, let's join this league, let's join that league. Um, again, it was all between Murdoch and Packer, that power struggle. Yep. The Murdoch newspapers, the, the James, the, the Packer media, um, uh, Empire, both empires are just trying to control the game. It, you know, it's a, a money making uh, venture, the you know, mm. rugby league. So, yep. yeah, so Channel 7 was owned by Kerry Stokes and Channel 9, obviously, by the Packer. Family, and so yeah. again, it's all all power Hell, yeah. wanting, wanting to take over the game. So there was this entity that, that wanted to split from yeah from the competition. Yeah, Murdoch got into the ears of some clubs and some CEOs, and maybe who knows who knows what happened to, to draw them away. Yeah, uh, but it's all about money. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Look, we we half half of our squad. Had you know had gone and had meetings with the Super League, and that's what happened. You, 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 your footy team was torn apart. Yeah, wow. Because the Super League were talking to some of them, and they were getting really good offers. Yeah, and were some of the other half maybe talking to ARL and weren't getting as nearly as much as what the Super League were. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was all about loyalty too. You know? Yeah. So. What was your stance on the situation? Um, well, I, I'd because you know, I'd played for Queensland and Australia at the time. Uh, they were they were wanting me to stay, and then like Chief Harrigan, Andrew Johns, you know, all, all played for New South Wales and, and, and Australia. Um, uh, at the time when the Super League and ARL had split, yeah. So uh, yeah, they threw some money at us. Yeah, you know, we, we, were, we were told uh, one night, particular at training, when it all all came to a head. Um, right, you got to um, align your allegiances. Where, 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 who, who are you going to stay with? You know, they put it yeah. on you, type of thing. So, training one night, the coach said to us, "Boys, you better get into ARL headquarters, which is in the city." So, a lot of us jumped in a taxi. You know, like two or three taxis went into um, ARL headquarters, and Phil Gould and uh, Ken Arthurson and um, John Quayle, they were all in there just signing checks. Yeah, given, given, this is what you're worth. Yeah, take that check. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's it X amount of dollars. Here you go. Yeah. What do you want? I want this to stay with the ARL. So, and that's that's how it was. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure that's how it was with the Super League too. So if they were after a player, a player of note to try and track other players over. That's yeah. what they did. They, yeah, they targeted well. the, the players who'd, 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 yeah, who'd been playing rep footy. Yeah, like Canberra had a hell of a lot of yeah, players yeah, at guns. the time. Yeah. Guns. And yeah. they thought, yeah, well, other, other people would follow. And then they did, you know. So, yeah. Uh, would have been, at, uh, at, the, at the time, it was all about money. Yeah, oh, you know, looking after yourself. Not, yeah. Looking after yourself. And that's, uh, yeah, I wish I was still had that money. <laughs> That's why I'm still working yeah. <laughs> at the port. <laughs> yeah. Mate, um, yeah, that that would have definitely been confusing. We going into you mentioned a bit of state of origin there, mate. Like, I'm a footy nerd, so like, mate, some of the highlights and YouTube videos and stuff like that that I've watched, like of state of origin, like your era of state of origin for me, mate, just made the game so passionate. Like what it was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even the crowds. Like I think my dad. Tells me stories about going to Lang Park and like he said they barely watched the games because the Queenslanders had link arms like a chain link round the bar and not let the New South Wales blokes <laughs> in. And it was That's like, unreal. I, yeah, <laughs> I would have loved to have been in the crowd instead oh. of being on the ground. <laughs> I would have been in the crowds half the bit. Yeah. But mate, like that, that must have been some of the best experiences, wouldn't yeah, it? Like, really, um, really. Uh, very humble to be a part of all that. That, that, that. That's that's one of your lifetime goals and dreams yeah. is to play for your state in anything. Like you said, as a kid, yeah. mate, watching yeah. the origin as a little fellow, yeah. that's yep. awesome. It's a thirteen-year-old, yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, it um, yeah, it was a real, real honour, and that honour, um, you know, you're representing people, 
And I always say to people, you know, what was I like? Well, I was representing my people, my people being mum and dad, my yeah. family, friends. Yeah. Um, a lot of passion. Home, hometown, a lot of passion, everything that – everyone that supported you along the way to yeah. get there. You know, that's, that's who you support. That's, that's unreal. That's who you represent. And that's – and you take that attitude into any game like that and um, – and you'll never let anyone down. Yeah, mate, yeah. I've got goosebumps even talking about that. Like, yeah. do you remember the first time running out and hearing the crowd? Like, oh, roar? Yeah. oh, yeah. It's, um, you would have just been a, just buzzing. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was it, yeah, it made, it made, you put the hairs up on the back of your neck and you, know, you brought tears. It actually brought tears to my eyes because it was just, it was just, it was just awesome. Yeah. Wow. You know, That's, even when you light up to sing the national anthem, well, a bit of a killjoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, then, then all then the, you know, the kick off, and then you, you know, you're into it, and you had you had to make the first tackle, the first run, to, just to get settle involved. down, yeah. get involved. <laughs> because if you didn't, you'd sit out there and you'd be a nervous bloody wreck, or, yeah. or waiting for it. And when it did come to you, you'd you know, miss a tackle, you drop the ball. Oh, yeah, just got sure, to get mate. into it. Your trademark voice, mate, Australia elbow to the throat. In a clash with Newcastle in the early nineties, do you remember that incident? Oh yeah, I always will. You know because yeah, it, um, yeah you know, it, it just an it was an accident. But you know, maybe I should have got off him a bit quicker. Yeah, the, the, the guy I tackled, you know, I ended up on top of him, and he just drove his elbow in, in you know, just a little yeah, elbow yeah, right. punch in, into into the into the throat. So yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, it, it, it's one of those things, and. Um, yeah, oh, it's just not funny to say that I'm going for a throat checkup tomorrow in Bundy. <laughs> so yeah, I do that. That's a it's a yearly, yearly thing. thing. Yearly oh thing yeah, I do. to see how you do. Yeah, but otherwise it's uh, it's fine. Um, yeah, you know maybe learn to live with it. Yeah, learn to live with it. Yeah, and it's it's not sore. It's not. It, it just gets raspier. The, the more I'm in a crowded area, I have to talk a little Loud. bit louder. Yeah, you know to 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 yeah to get me. Mate, that would have been uh, how that go trying to talk to blokes during the Origin game. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, you've got forty thousand people in the crowd and they're yelling, and you, you, you know, you're trying to communicate to the bloke next door to you. What's on? What's going on? You know, what, uh, you know you're looking at your leaders, yeah. so the same as Kevin Walters or Alfie or, or, or you know, yeah, your captain, yeah, who's, who's directing the ship type of things. Yeah, I didn't hear. Oh, well, we're going to do this, yeah, right? Then you got to relay it out to the bloke next to you. Yeah, you, you would know, have yeah. to nearly learn sign language. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it was, just go up and whisper in his ear, type yeah, of thing, yeah. and yeah, then get yeah. back into position. But yeah, I, I've, I've worked it out. No, uh, good stuff. Took me mate. a while to work it out, but I worked it out. The um was the '95 Origin series one of the most memorable ones you reckon? Oh, for sure, mate. That uh, is, yeah, it's yeah. If you haven't yet. Young lads and you don't know anything about it, go on YouTube and just type in 95 Origin Series and watch the Queenslanders pull off one of the great series to date. Like yeah. Um, yeah, like they, they did it a couple of years ago with, uh, with the gun New South Wales side, you know, like the, the Queenslanders. And, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, 95, um, uh, Paulie, uh, Paul Vaughan and Chris Close, they, they, they made that series and we just followed the – the, the passion that they showed mm, and, and yeah that we just wanted to play for them yep that's that's the big thing that's every, awesome every, eh? well, every person that come into that squad wanted to play for them and that that was a big difference between you know, us and New South Wales yeah I think they were all um, uh, you know New South Wales they had, they had some egos there yeah and, yeah and, always uh, is mate that's yeah, what New it, South yeah, Wales yeah, are they're the New that. South Wales egos yeah egos that's um, what I know. <laughs> yeah, and no, that's and that's right. You know, they 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 thought they they beat us, but they thought about it. Yeah, you know, and they didn't, actually, and they do didn't it. actually do it. Yeah, um, that's yeah you know, the actions for sure. Was that was that series the birth of the Queenslander chant? No, no, no. the Queenslander chant's been around for a long well since um, Peter Jackson started Origin. I think yeah. Jacko uh, his first game was and he's no longer with us. Uh, Jago, may he rest in peace, and he yep. was a larrikin of the game. Yep. And a good player too. But in 87, uh, I think Jacko brought that in. Um, and Paul Vaughan will probably uh, uh, question that too because I think Fatty had a lot to do with that. Okay. Uh, like when Fatty started. And I think I think Fatty may have started about 83, I think. Yeah, 83, okay. 84. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that, 
Uh, I, I don't know whether Arthur Beetson or Wayne Bennett brought it in. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever, but it, yeah, it was just. It's uh, stuck like shit to a yeah, blanket, doesn't it? It, it has, yeah. mate. It, it's just, it's just uh, one of those uh, calls that you, you know, you, you yell it out and you rise to the occasion. You well, know, mate, that's, it's. That's uh, what it again, is. I've got goosebumps because I remember the first Origin game I went to as a kid and then the kickoff and the chant starts. Yeah. That's just enough to get you going. Mate, yeah. it's awesome, mate. That'll pick you up off the ground and, and just. Yeah. That, do you feel Charger. that when you're out playing? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Because everyone's watching you. That's good to know we've had a part then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course you have, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there might be people yelling out in the lounge rooms at home too. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but, yeah, uh, that it's enough to pick you up off the ground and get yeah. you going again. Oh, that's yeah. unreal, mate. Um, I've got a couple of famous origin stinks here, mate, and all of them, uh, the first one was the all-in at the MCG in uh, 1995, around the Queenslander channel. I've actually got a bit of a recording here to put us back in the scene. I'll play. We uh, got the word in the um, team meeting before we left to go to the game. Fatty uh, came in and said that he'd spoken to people inside the New South Wales camp um, that New South Wales were going to teach us a lesson after the humiliation of the first game. Um, and the first person said, Queenslander, it's going to get punched in the face. I said, who's going to yell it out? And 17 hands just went straight up. It's good to see. Uh, I said, but, you know, play it smart. If it happens, go on with it. Smash them. But then the first team to start playing football after that will win the game. Well, I was sitting up in the grandstand with Choppy and the first scrum went down. And I heard this, the Queenslander! Break apart, pick your partner, you want to fight. And I, I know Gary Larson and Greg Farmer, who were brother in laws, bumped into each other. They sort of half cocked it and they thought, no, we can't, they couldn't fight each other because the wives would have killed them. Um, and I met up with David Barnhill and uh, we had a little bit of a fist to go. Well, this has been the best thing Barnhill and Billy Moore, they have thrown plenty. And I did think that. New South Wales, we knew that, one, we had to win that fight. And we had to win the next 10 minutes to stay in that game. To tell you the truth in that fight, I don't know who I'd go because it was just all on. It was all on. And um, it was just do your best. There's bodies everywhere and blokes are fighting and punches are being thrown. You know, we had Matt Singh and, and Danny Moore giving it the New South Wales players they played with, the, you know, at club level. And it was good. Mate, what what was that like to be in the middle of? <laughs> it's all true. We'd, we'd heard early that uh, they, they were going to try and upset us and put a stink on, and that's that's what the stink's all about, just trying to put you off your game. game that's right. Yep. We were all aware of that. Uh, they, they were filthy that uh, they'd lost the first game and the second game in Melbourne. Yep. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Fatty gets the news that um, they didn't like us yelling out Queensland. So... Yeah. So that's Don't, what you did? Well, we packed a scrum. I'm, you know, obviously, I'm in the second row. Yeah. Um, and you've got Gavin Allen and Tony Hearn um, up the front, you know, and they're thugs. Yeah. They, you know, Gavin Allen, mate, he can hold, him, hold his own Jed. Yeah. Might be a bit slow moving around the field, but you don't want to mess with Jed. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, yeah. lovely bloke off the field, but an absolute... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. C on the field. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> and Tony Hearn's the same. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, Hernie yelled out Queensland and I just put my head up and the first bike I see is my brother-in-law and then Kate said, don't fight Greg. You can have Greg Florham over and said, don't, don't yep. get in a fight because it won't look good sitting at the dinner table with him, you know, yeah, <laughs> all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But no, 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 let me just, yeah, right. Then That's good, at least you saw it. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, I wasn't right. a fighter, mate. I'd say nah, that nah. for other things. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Been, yeah. that would have been wild to yeah. be a part of. I, you know, no, no one took a swing at me, which was, you know, well, you know, they probably didn't want you tackling them after. Yeah, I don't know if there's a bit of a respect there or whatnot, but you know, I, I, yeah. I didn't. That wasn't in my game type of thing. Yeah, I yeah. just I yeah. pull them apart. Right, come on, you know, yeah, yeah. clowns, idiots, you're wasting enough energy. Yeah, they probably know that that's what you were about too, yeah. mate. So, yeah. no, so I, yeah, I, it was good mm. that it happened, and it's created history. Yeah, hundred <laughs> oh, percent, mate. Rugby league history there, but um, yeah, yeah. no, is is 
Ball party. Yeah, Ball that's party. it, mate. There's one more that I want to play, and it's the cattle dog call in 97. I'll got uh, give flogging the piss out of Johnsy. But the stage is set. Game three in the Coca-Cola State of Origin is underway. And uh, I had a call, and it was called um, Cattle Dog. And Spud Carroll loved it. And what it meant, we, we put a stink on when we were in trouble. Aiken! Aiken has walked through! Aiken's on his way! He's going to score! Aiken scores for Queensland! Ah, oh, they're on fire! Tommy had this call called Cattle Dog where we'd go to the scrum and a fight would be called. I was playing hooker at the time. Uh, I wasn't too keen on the call. Tommy's in the on the bench there and he's screaming, Cattle Dog! However Tommy talks. Here we go. The scrum sort of packed down, and Steve Menzies just put his head up and he said, Oh no, not the dreaded cattle. Poor old Steve Menzies couldn't crush a grape. Spud's unloaded. He's taking it to heart, as Spud does. Now they come up out of the scrum, and Mark Carroll is throwing them. Andrew Jones is looking for Goddard. And I've shaken up against Jimmy Goddard. The next thing I've caught about 10 in the face. So they've broke us up. I thought, Hang on, I want to at least try to land one, so. I've come around and uh, put a great sidestep on the, on the touch judge or the referee and come around and threw another couple at him, missed him, and then... There's Andrew Johns trying to get around. Oh, he's landed a right, right on the picker. Jamie Goddard's hit him with the best right hand you've ever seen, like, and put him straight on his back. Goddard, he didn't miss. Johns has got blood streaming from a mouth wound. I've sort of come to in the sheds getting about 27 stitches up my lip here with Tommy Radonikas above me barking at me. Get out there, you weak so-and-so. But, you know, they're little things I've done, and, um, and, and I don't know, but, but I think people love that. You can't do that today, but that's today's today. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, you were in that scrum, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I was there somewhere in 97. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, uh, uh, Jamie Goddard, he, he could do a tough little bugger, Jamie. He's a Mount Isa boy. Yep. And, um, you know, they breed him tough up there. Shout out to Jamie Goddard. Jamie That's Goddard, unreal. Yeah. I think Jamie's down on the Central Coast now. He's a real estate agent doing very well for himself down on the uh, Gosford down around that area. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Good but, stuff. yeah, he could – because at that, that 97, he was playing for Norse. Uh, or Sydney, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's either at the Gold Coast or North City. I'm not sure at the time. But, uh, um, yeah, he was, he was a tough little bugger. Yeah. Tough little bugger. And yeah, he could box a bit too because he'd done a bit of boxing training with Billy Johnson. You know, yeah, right. And, um, you know, he could hold him. And so... He boxed the ears off Johnsy. Yeah, yeah Johnsy didn't know that, I <laughs> yeah, don't think. Yeah. And he thought he'd you know, be a bit cocky, Andrew, and um, yeah. coughed it. But, yes, old Spud. Spud could throw him. Oh, mate. That's probably one bloke you don't want to run into all, all day. You yeah, know? yeah. Just keep away from Spud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't antagonise Spud. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he'll just lose it. And mate, just... did you did you guys know that Cattle Dog was a thing or was that a new thing yeah, that they brought in? I, no, I, I, we had some idea, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Tommy uh, – <laughs> Like, great, great bloke. Obviously, legendary footballer. Yeah. Some of the things he did and, For sure. uh, in, in his lifetime in the game. And, part um, of origin folklore, isn't he? Yeah, part of, part of mm. rugby league folklore. You know, yeah. that's, um, but that's, yeah, again, we call out Queensland or they call out Cattle Dog. I don't know if they still use it today or not. Maybe they do. I'm, oh, I'm not, not sure. allowed to now. Probably not, because uh, <laughs> they can't stink, can they? But, yeah, no. no, look, uh, yeah, it's one of those. No, that's well, awesome, little, mate. We little, just thought we'd uh, bring you back a couple of those nice, memories, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> glad, yeah, glad you did. Just yeah, want to touch on um, playing for your country, mate, pulling on the green and gold jersey. Yeah, Cam, um, it, it, yeah, that's it's just another honour too. You know, it's just a, it's just the pinnacle of you know doing everything, you know, everything else in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, very, very emotional stuff. Same sort of attitude for me, you know. Yep. Um, Representing the country, not 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 letting anyone down. That's 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 helped you get to there, and um, yeah. Uh, so, like, out of um, all things that you achieved throughout your football career, what are you most proud of? You reckon? Um, yeah, look, that's it's the highest, it's the highest honour playing for your country. So, that's I, real, I, yeah, yeah I'd say that'd be an unreal country. feeling. Yeah, uh, and, and in an era, you know, I um, it was in a, a like Super League ARL war so era. Um, and we we held our own playing against other countries. I mean, we we yeah we won the World Cup in '95. Uh, you know, and we we were really sort of like I suppose you call the uh, the best of the rest. Yep. Yeah. That, right. That, eh? that, that you know that weren't that 
weren't available to play. Yep. There were some good players that weren't available to play, but still we, we held our own. Would have liked to have seen us play against an Australian Super League side, actually. Mm. Yeah. been all right. Yeah. You know, like an Australian ARL side versus Australian Super League side. Yeah. Would've how do you think How do you think the talent was split up? Do you reckon it was more heavy one way or it was yeah, pretty heavy? Um, well, yeah, probably. Um, but we, you know, said we had some some good players in that Australian side, you know, Steve Menzies, Spud, Chief, Andrew Johns, John's boys. Um, yeah. Um, uh, the Smith, the Smith boys, Darren and Jason Smith, um, Timmy Brasher, uh, yeah, Steve Menzies, I think I mentioned him, Nick Kosef, uh, Jimmy Sedaris. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we had some really good players too. Yeah. Mark no, Coyne. Yeah. That's awesome, mate. Did you um did you have any major injury hurdles in your career that you had to overcome or Oh yeah, I, I, I had one right at the very start. So when I when I, I injured my knee here in, in Gladstone and uh playing local footy uh, yeah. against the Billowheel side, Billowheel Lions. Yeah. When I was nineteen. So I, I had an ACL injury when I was nineteen, so I had that fixed up. Um the North Sydney Bears uh surgeon the doctors fixed it up for me. Yep. And um, yeah, I, I sort of like played with a well, not on one leg, but yeah, it's what if. I wonder. I wonder sometimes what if uh, I had uh, had two good knees <laughs> to start yeah. off the career, the, the professional career, and so. But otherwise, you know, I got I got through it. Yeah, I got through it. The old blue knee guard was my best friend. Yeah, and, mate. I uh, <laughs> I remember seeing that when I was watching back those videos. The blue yeah. knee guard oh, featured. Yeah. Yeah, she kept it warm and uh, soft landing. No maroon ones back then? No, no, but I I think, what were they? Um, Thermoskins. Yeah. Helped you out that way? Yeah, it helped me out enormously. Yeah. Yeah. That's the game, mate. Retiring from uh, rugby league, was it hard adapting to life after footy? Yeah, yeah, it was, Cam. Um, Because you're on such a high pedestal and then you're coming back down. That's right, been on that high. Yeah, been on that high. Not. And not having been around uh, that lifestyle, you yep. know, yeah. that's very hard to come down off her. Well, I've seen um, that from yeah. a few boxers going to the Olympics. Everyone brings them up yeah. and yeah. they come back to like their local yeah. town and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. That's exactly – it's um, – yeah, you, you, yep. you wonder what's next. Mm. If, if, and better planning, you know, maybe uh, a trade behind you or something behind you. Yeah, business. Yeah. What did you Some get it back up to? Did you go back into your trade or no, just, no, just no, straight, no, straight, straight, straight to the? I just, I just did uh, some part-time work, labour and work. Yep. Um, yeah. Was working in a sports store. Yeah, nice. for, yeah, for about six months, and then got sick of that type of thing, and then was working at a gym. I, I, I had a, a fitness uh, instructor's background. Yeah, right. While yep. I was playing footy, uh, gym instructor. So I, I, I worked in a gym for about eight years while I was. Playing footy, yep, uh, right. part time, like a strength and conditioning coach, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, to to the public, yep. You know? So I did a bit of that when I came up here, and I, you know, I got uh, I got over that. Uh, it did did a couple of things before I found my feet at the port. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it it would have been hard, mate. Like nowadays, it's getting a lot better, but back then, you know how we we're talking about that up at the highest highs, and then you go yeah. down to where you are. And back then, mental health wasn't a thing. You know, harden up. You know, it's got a lot better nowadays, but did you ever go through any sort of bit of head noise back then, a bit of struggles, and it um, would have been hard. You wouldn't really be able to talk about it as much back yeah, then like now. Yeah, it's sort of like, um, uh, yeah, like when you're playing footy and you're you earning pretty good money, you know, so then you, as I said, it's all you're up high, you're living, the, living a good life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're coming down off that, yeah, that's that's where it got to you a little bit, you know, um, struggling, um to uh, restructure your life, you know, yeah, financially yeah. and all that sort of stuff. You know, uh, what direction you're going to go? You know, you've got to go get the old resume out and do it up again and get a job. Yeah, yeah. You know, just uh, yeah, just just get on with life. Yeah, you, know, you can't sit and wallow about it, but just just get on with it. And just there's something out there. Yeah, know, do something that makes you happy. Yeah. Nice, mate. And you're you're at the port nowadays, eh? Like, is that where yeah, you're the up now? The Gladstone Port Authority. Yeah. Um, just yeah. Um, driving machines, driving mainly oh well, D eleven dozers. Yeah. You, know, you know about those. You you, know, you worked out there. And yeah. I'm more in a control room at the moment, unloading train wagons. So yeah, it's right, more right. you know sitting down 
uh, on the computers unloading coal wagons. So um, yep. yeah, it's pretty pretty good job. Yeah. We're on the other end loading them out of the mines. Yeah, we're yeah. sending the coal to you. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, like it's it just keeps coming in. It keeps yeah, coming in. That's it's, right. Uh, it's an amazing industry. And, um, yeah. you know, we um, if we were meant to work at night time, we'd have – you know, um, headlights in our foreheads, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm uh, still but it's, it's a great it. job and we get paid accordingly. You know? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. good. Oh, that's it, mate. Hey, mate, what's your thoughts on how the game's heading nowadays? Like all the rule changes, like what are the main differences that you see between now and then and do you think you'd enjoy playing now? Yeah, Tommy, it's, it's, I think it's all the rule changes uh, based around the welfare of a player too now. You yeah. Yeah. Like my era and the era before me, you know, it was all about uh, I can't go off the field, it'll be a sign of weakness. Yeah. Type of thing, you know. Yeah. You're letting the team down. Yeah. Uh, your health wasn't really well, uh, well, you know, yeah, you, had the, you had a sponge and, and Magic you, water. you had the old ambulance man on the sideline, you know, he was yeah. there for any breaks or cuts or, you know, you got the sniffing salts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, it's all about welfare, all about the image of the game. You know, yeah. for little Johnny who plays in the under sixes and under eights, who's watching the games. Yeah, yeah, and that's mum, right. Mum in the lounge room with little Johnny. Mm. Yeah, oh, I don't think I'll let him play that game because you know it's you know, got cut or you got yeah, yeah, head knocks and so it, it's all about the image and the welfare of the players, which is yeah. which is paramount. Yeah, you know, yeah, you don't want to have. You know, brain injuries. No, it is right. It, it is good that they are um, going towards that way. I just think yeah. it was the massive carry on this yeah. year, and where they brought it into Magic Round, I just thought it wasn't. Yeah. You know, it was a bit of a carry on, but um, I, I think uh, you've got to let it go a bit. But uh, let, let it look, look, the, look the look at the grand final. It, it was let go yeah, beautifully. Same mm. with the origin, beautifully. And uh, if there is something to put on report, put it on report. Hundred percent. Yep. Attend to it at the end of the game. Yeah, you know, and let the game flow for sure. Um, I just heard the other day where this is this is just getting off the track a bit. Where soccer in America for juniors in, in I don't know if it's a particular state or a region of America, they're they're banning head head heading the ball, <laughs> head bumps, juniors, yeah, yeah, he, heading the ball, yeah, heading oh, yeah. The ball, because um, they've just uh, done a um, uh, survey on players. I think from the. 1950s. Yeah, right. They used to play with a heavier ball, and some of those players from the 1950s have got um, yeah, right. brain injuries. So all this research oh. nowadays is starting to figure out some uh, some stuff. Yeah, mm. uh, I heard that on the talkback radio the other night. Actually. Yeah, right. It's interesting. Mate, I remember, like, we're talking about the rule changes. I remember I was spewing. Like, growing up, I couldn't wait to shoulder charge. I just wanted to yeah. shoulder charge someone. Wasn't allowed all through me juniors. Yeah. Guess which year they brought it in? <laughs> First year of fucking seniors. Yeah. I was dirty, mate. Yeah. I was spewing. But yeah. obviously, like, that was some of the best shots you look at the highlight reel. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, a, um, it's a timing thing, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's a very effective tackle. <laughs> uh, very effective. And it's, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, you, you look at some of them, some of them, yeah. You can still do a shoulder charge, I reckon, but you can probably get away with it. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, it's a bit hard, it's eh? It's a bit hard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mate, sort of going off the footy chat, and like we talked before about sort of overcoming some adversities through your footy career and stuff like that, mate, but I couldn't imagine much would have been more challenging than your battle with um, prostate cancer that you went through. Yeah, like, mate. Um, oh, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things you, you, you go for a regular checkup and, you know, get blood tests and... Yeah, from the age of forty, I so I was getting regular blood tests. Yeah. November um, was the um, was a month. You know, you you'd get your PSA checked, and it was just a you know uh, um, advertised Australia wide, worldwide, you know, uh, prostate cancer. Yeah. So you know, I started doing that and whatnot, and uh, every year I'd go and get my blood test done, and one year it just. The, the, the result come back a little bit higher than usual, mm. so it was early stages prostate cancer, not not, yeah. not a not aggressive, which is, can be you know yeah very ordinary for for someone yeah. and um, probably you know I, I got it at an early stages and that's why I say getting it at an early stage more chance of 
um, yeah, you're just nullifying it all together. Just, yep. just, just, just not having it. So if you operate and, and get it out, um, you, you've got probably less chance of it reoccurring later on. Yep. Let's hope. Mate, that's like that's you saying that you were doing your regular checks like yeah. that. Like that's yeah. obviously such an important thing, isn't well, it? It is, it is, Tom. Any, any men's health, we uh, – and I say this to uh, a few talks. I do remember you yeah, doing the chat at the port yeah. to us all. That you was know, good. Yeah, get like, we, we, we spend more time on our vehicles – Servicing our vehicles than what we do servicing our own bodies. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Wow. You know, so <laughs> that comes it, back it, to it, a skin it, check or something. I think uh, it's been a few years 12, since I've been yeah, in there. Twelve months. Why don't we do it every twelve months? That's right. Yeah. You know, and the stats are high at the moment for any type of men's disease because a lot more men are going to get their health checked out. Yeah, yeah that's a really you know this more stats are higher, especially yeah. particularly as prostate cancer. I, I think you'll find. I think the stat is that it's about 3,000 men in Australia last year died of prostate cancer. I think yeah, it's well, like that. it's a pretty high number, eh? Yeah, Far out. I think. Uh, I, look, I yeah, could be wrong. And you can imagine, yeah, like, the, um, you know, some bloke's mentality, ah, oh, fuck that, yeah. I'll be right, like, yeah. don't want to go to the doctor. And you'd think a lot of those maybe could be prevented, eh, if they just went for their regular checkups yeah. and stuff. There's another, there's another site, it's called It's a Blokes Thing, and um, they raise money for prostate cancer. Yeah, nice. And, uh, website, and they, they have all the stats on there, you know. Um, they, they do a great job for prostate cancer. But prostate cancer, uh, any issues, any signs, any family history, yeah, go and get it checked out. Yeah. Uh, you know, signs are, you know, you, you urinating blood, that's a big sign. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ignore that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, maybe you, you're getting up more often to, to urinate during the night. Yeah, you know, maybe you, you can't you can't piss as far as once you used to be able to. You know, urinate. You know, yeah, uh, yep. streams not as, you know, as 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 high pressure as what it was when you were young fella. Yeah, you know? no, uh, that's good, mate. Fam- all- family history. You know, met, uh, more more. Um, you know, the male gene. If, if you've got family history of it, uncles. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Get get it checked out. Uh, there you go, boys. If you're uh, any of that stuff's happening, or if you think you're due for a checkup, go and get it looked at. Eh? It can't hurt. Yep, exactly. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yep. uh, mate. That's a bit of a dark time in your life there, but you just became a new granddad. Yeah, how yeah. exciting that! What do we call you, mate? Is it it's, Pop Granddad? No, no just Granddad. I'm yep. just gonna give you when. Yeah, Gary will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> granddad, Granddad's good. Yeah, Granddad's good. Oh, yeah, I've just actually been spending a couple of hours with him today. So. Um, that would have yeah, been nice, mate. Two months old today, so awesome. yeah, nice. Yeah, you're just starting to move the eyes around. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know, he's filling out. So when do you reckon you'll buy him a footy? He's already been a Broncos jersey. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Brizzy Fish. Yeah, yeah, Brizzy Fish. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, young uh, young Ben and his family are mad Broncos supporters. Yeah, so, right, right. Um, oh, unlucky. They're, they're, yeah, oh, they're, he's got, he's in a Bronco. He was in a Broncos jersey during the week to set him up. And he, oh, he, yeah, yeah no, that's running. awesome, mate. That would have been a good feeling for yeah. you. What's the difference between becoming a grandfather and becoming a father? Like, what's the feeling? Oh, I, I, look, I think you're, you're a little bit closer to your own, aren't you? you yeah, know? yeah, you're, you're right. your own yeah. daughter Blood, or yeah. son, you know. Yeah, but uh, this, you know, you can. You can give them back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You can have the fun and yeah. go, right, I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's no, awesome, it's good, mate. It's good, mate. I look forward to that next – yeah, it's the next chapter in our lives. That's and, right. Uh, my daughter's life and our lives. And, yeah. uh, it's wonderful, mate. That's yeah. like I know my my mum and dad are loving it. Yeah, you know? yeah, I've got three now. Um, yeah, a Are little we, boy and a little girl. Yeah, yeah. Cam's got me yeah. first one on the way. So yeah, yeah right. early January. So it's a go. Exciting times. Well, they got all, all their fingers and all their toes. Mm. Yeah, that's that's, it. that's right. And Healthy baby. That's all yeah. you asked for, eh? That's all you asked yeah, for. No, that's I've been I've been blessed with that, mate. I'm very yes. very thankful. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, mate, before we got into some guest questions, is wingers. Now, yeah. wing, mate, wingers. wingers 
look good to me because they are marked by other wingers. Yes, that's correct. That's they're, what I'll say. They're, uh, <laughs> they're overpaid. They're overpaid. <laughs> they're uh, blokes that hang out with footballers, <laughs> like drum, drummers yeah. in a band. What yeah. are you? What are you reckon? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, mate. Yeah, of course, we're we're um, yeah, we're forwards, aren't we? So uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, Tommy, I totally agree with you. Did you used to stick it yeah. to the wingers back in the day, yeah, yeah, especially when they dropped the ball and you pulled your head up? Yeah, one job, scrum. mate. Yeah, one job. <laughs> Just hang on to the ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just um, oh. yeah, um, bloody wingers. Yeah, right. that's funny, <laughs> mate. Good on you. Thanks, Scooby. Score the try. Put it down with two hands. Yeah, come on, mate. Yeah, we've got a few uh, few questions, mate, that we're probably going to ask about ten people to get a bit of a gauge on because we're sort of a bit split down the middle with them. But um, first one is, mate, what's your technique when you eat an apple? Do you grab it from the top and the bottom, eat round the middle? Do you grab it and do uh, one top, one bottom? What's your technique? No, nah, just 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 normal. Just normal. Just get into it. Yeah, yeah just, right. Just don't start. Just <laughs> no start technique. There. Just get into it. Just don't start the first bite on the on the sticker. Yeah. Oh, the sticker. yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's a good tip. We but, haven't heard um, yet. Yeah. Just grab it and get into it. Yeah. yeah. Good on you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. If you dabble in a bit of cordial, mate, red or green. I'm red. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah, right. Faster. I'm red. Always good red. Mate, at your house, which ice blocks are left in the packet at the end? Which colour? Oh, the black ones. Yeah, you sorry, don't, sorry, that's a, but you, they're there. Yeah. You don't yeah, like yeah, the black. You don't like the colour, yeah. black. Yeah, the colour or the black current? Oh, just uh, the like this. The, say the the, the oh, say it's a licorice taste. Or, yeah, yeah, or, or, I'm with you. That's and the a black seed, and, 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 right. and a seed tasting. Yeah, or, yeah, or, okay, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, licorice tasting. Oh, sarsaparilla, yeah. Any, any of yeah, that, okay, that, yeah. that, 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 that flavour. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, with you there, mate. Um, Favourite shapes, if you get around a shape. I'll be chicken. Yep. Yeah, chicken, chicken crimpies. Nice, oh, yeah. chicken. Good oh, yeah. stuff. Chicken man. What about party pies or sausage rolls? I'm a sausage roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you yeah. go. She's been overwhelming party pies in here so far. Yeah, so I, I'm a sausage roll, man. I'll invite you to my parties. I like sausage rolls, mate. Nice. Tomato stuff. or barbecue sauce, mate? Um... I don't, I don't dabble in either. To tell you the truth, yeah, 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 right. yeah I'd, I'd rather yeah sweet chili sauce. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And what about uh, what about you keep your sauce in the fridge or the cupboard once you open it? In the fridge. Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah, I, yeah. Got to be cold sauce. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, eh? I do use the sauce. <laughs> oh, good on you, mate. Yeah. Hey, so we we normally finish the episode off with a joke of the day. We've probably stitched you up there. I don't know if you've got one off the top of your head or not. Um, but <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I do. It's a it's a quick one. Yeah, yeah good. nice right. stuff. Right, so my missus gets up the other day out of bed in the morning and uh, she asked me, "Have you seen the dog bowl?" And I said, "No, I didn't know he could play cricket." <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. That's awesome, mate. Good on you. <laughs> oh, good work. I'm not going to be able to beat that. But um, what's red and bad for your teeth? A brick. <laughs> hey, sticking on the brick theme, uh, what's the difference between a redhead and a brick? A brick can get laid. Thanks, Heath, for coming on, Gary. Right, Gary, that was unreal, mate. It was That's really boys. good getting your insight on yeah. uh, the origin and just your battles and stuff. And it was, yeah, just great talking to you. Thanks, So, Tom. Um, yeah, righto, guys. Thanks, Thanks for tuning Gary. in. Like, subscribe, comment, uh, get around it, and remember to stay out of each other. See you next week. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 